Hello folks and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast. I'm calling this one the Socialist Rush Limbaugh because that's the way I think of myself. And Rush Limbaugh has a Socialist Rush Limbaugh, rather has a rant on his hands. So grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product if you so indulge, and we'll get started. So I just came back from a city council meeting uh, a couple hours ago. The issue that I was there for, well, I'm always there because um, of the big idea and the fact that I have to do reporting on uh, local politics. Um, but I was also there uh, because Just Cause Eviction was on the agenda. And uh, basically what happened was the discussion started... And, um, public comment started, and then, uh, landlords came forward with a proposal to extend eviction notices, um, by 90 to 120 days. And that was the only fruit of that conversation. Just cause eviction didn't hardly get addressed at all. There were some people that were, uh, trying to, move forward the just cause eviction idea, um, and they just got completely drowned out by landlords and special interests, and the, that's what the council did. The council completely ignored the original intent of the discussion. Um, nothing got done. Uh, you know, 120-day eviction notice, well, that gives you more time, but you're still getting evicted, so what the fuck's the point of that? Um... I just left, again, uh, this is becoming a regular thing, I just left the chambers so angry and so frustrated, um, because the thing of it is, we have a liberal majority in Chico right now, and we haven't had a liberal majority in Chico in a long, long time, very long time, um, not quite sure how long, but it's been a long time, and you would think, or I, I thought naively, Two things. One, I thought local politics would be a lot easier to be a part of than national politics. Um, wrongo. Um, local politics is a lot, in, a, in many ways, more frustrating because you're sitting there and people are making comments and your representatives are just not fucking listening to you. Um, not that I have the guts to make public comments myself, but my friends and colleagues have, and, you know, they get nowhere. Um, I've made lobbying efforts uh, trying to push forward my agenda with counselors uh, at various levels and have gotten nowhere. Um, It's just endlessly frustrating. Um, So I thought local politics would be easier. I was wrong. Um, And uh, I'm trying to remember the other thought I had. Um... And it's gone. But at any rate, I thought this would be an easier gig than doing national politics or covering the larger stories. 
um, but it's not. And um, to see special interests just completely wipe away an effort so easily, so quickly, was just depressing. And all you can do is sit there. You can't do a damn thing. Um, so it's like... I, I don't know. I, you know, I used to think of myself... I've had this kind of progressive um, path in my political uh, leanings. Uh, I started out as a Democrat, probably because my mom was a Democrat, and uh, that was the way I looked at the world in uh, mainstream Democrat uh, all the way. Um, So much so that I believe my first presidential vote was for John Kerry, who I now wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole, followed by Obama, followed by, uh, I'm embarrassed to say this, but followed by um, Roseanne Barr, because at the time she, she seemed like a good person before this all the crap happened, um, followed by Bernie Sanders. So... Um, as you can see, I've progressively, you know, kind of veered off from the Democratic mainstream, and I'm, you know, I, I look at all the liberal counselors on the council right now, there are four, uh, Mayor Stone, Vice Mayor Brown, and, um, Councilmember Schwab, Councilmember Huber, and Councilmember Ori. Now, I have a long-standing uh, family friendship with Councilor Ori and his family. Um, that notwithstanding, um, as far as I'm personally concerned right now, uh, Brown, Huber, uh, Stone... Ori and Schwab are absolutely fucking useless. Um, they're just so centralist. They're so um, swayed by business interests. Um, and we're in the middle of a disaster right now, or the aftermath of a disaster. Um, campfire prices are rising. Um, the houseless population is increasing because people are getting evicted. Um, there are no jobs. There never were any jobs in Chico. Um, it's just... It's the apocalypse locally as far as I'm concerned. Um, I always thought of Chico as kind of a dead town with little hope or opportunity. And if anything, it's gotten deader and it's gotten worse. Um, and I... You know, there's a recall um, attempt afoot, and the developers, real estate developers, are the ones behind it, are financing it, financing it I should say. Um, and it's clear to me now that they're going to win, and we're going to end up with a conservative majority again. And it's just like, well, you know what? It doesn't matter if there's a liberal majority or a conservative majority locally, because they're both fucking useless um, as far as getting the policies done that I want to get done. Um, 
and that brings me to my second point. All the things I've been working on um, for the last, I don't know, three months or so, which doesn't seem like that huge amount of time, but it was a huge amount of time with a lot of effort, a lot of energy invested. Um, the idea of uh, protecting Section 8 um, voucher holders uh, from discrimination by landlords, that's dead in the water based on uh, this discussion, the way this uh, discussion was co-opted tonight. Inclusionary housing, um, A, that's really not going to solve the problem, and B, uh, that's dead in the water too. Um, so all these great ideas, these great policies, all this great energy and effort, it's for naught, it seems. Um, and that causes a problem because I'm in a position professionally where I need to have policy ideas, uh, to try and implement and to try and talk about. And I'm, I'm just feeling like any policy idea or concept I come up with or, a colleague comes up with that I jump on board with is just going to die on the floor and it's like, why bother? Um, and I I don't know what to do. Um, both as, you know, as a journalist because I can't be, you know, I'm looking at the events of this council meeting and... I can't be objective about them. There's no way in hell my emotional um, perspective and my perception on the matter is going to shine right through clear as day. Um, And there is no bones about that. Um, The other thing is, as an activist, as somebody that does a radio show, you know, like I said, I need to be able to come up with policies and ideas to put forward, and I'm just out because I feel like there's no point. Uh, it's not going to accomplish anything. Um, so, I don't know, I feel very tired, I feel very defeated. I got very drunk, um, and got a ride home, uh, after the, uh, council meeting, and that helped a little bit, not a permanent solution, not a solution I would use regularly, but I did avail myself of the opportunity at this particular juncture, because I was feeling awful, um, so I don't know, what hope is there on the local level, I don't see, I don't see much, uh, what hope is there on the national level, I don't see much, um, you know, it, It has come to the point in this world where I'm really starting to believe I, you know, like I've been saying the last couple episodes, I'm a reformist, I believe that you can work within the system to change the system and make progress that way. I'm really, 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 really starting to doubt that belief. Um... But that leaves you with precious little options, other than, you know, I don't know, militarize and overthrow the government, but that's not going to work. Um, you know, so stop that idea before it even starts. It's not, it's not going to work. Um, there's, we're too oppressed as a nation. 
uh, nay, as a world, we're just too oppressed by the economic powers that be that trying to get any real change done as long as the 1% is in control, um, and they always are in control, um, worldwide, it's about, it's not about the popular vote or, um, opinions that get expressed by the people, it's by big lobbying groups, uh, campaign contributors, I, I think no matter what country you go to, that's the moral of the story, um, so, I, I don't know, I, I'm sitting here thinking there's no hope for this world, that's honestly what I'm thinking, um, and I made, it wasn't even a joke, I, um, I've made this post on Facebook several times, um, just, you know, I have this wish that the Death Star were real and it would come over and just blow the earth the fuck up, because, yeah, I, I'm done. I'm just done. Um, so I'm trying to pull my stuff together for tomorrow. Um, I spoke with, um, Nathaniel Perry, uh, a DSA, the DSA Chico, uh, treasurer. And he'll be coming on the show tomorrow because, uh, the De Democratic Socialists of America, Chico chapter, of which I am a member, um, was instrumental in, in um, getting, uh, Vice Mayor Brown to request that Just Cause Eviction be re-agendized, um, because it had been agendized by Schwab earlier and got, promptly got turned down apparently in January before I started attending council meetings. So, uh, that's what I'll be talking about tomorrow, um, again, how I, inter uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to even try to maintain any amount of journalistic integrity, A, because I'm a DSA member, and B, because I, um, I just, I, I have a passion so much for, um, for, uh, people that don't own uh, tenants, uh, renters, whatever term you want to use, um, because, well, I personally, I'm in the welfare class, and I'll never own jack shit, um, I won't own a car again, much less a house, ever, um, and I think that's the case for the majority of my peers, um, that it, I at least encircle myself with now, you know, if you look at peers as far as people I went to high school with, yeah, a lot of them have jobs and cars and houses and even offspring, and it's kind of disgusting, vile and disgusting as I scroll through my Facebook feed sometimes, but, um, certainly the people I surround myself with now, um, are very much struggling and very much in that class where it's just like, yeah, we'll never own jack shit. Um, and we are at the mercy of, uh, the rich class, whatever the fancy Marxist term is for that, Burgundies, I think. Um, and, you know, I guess if I am to try and squeeze any little droplet of positivity out of this, it's that, 
I know people now that tend to share my views and opinions on things. I know people now that are as disheartened and angry as I am. Um, and if you're going to be miserable, you might as, be, might as well be miserable with somebody else. So there is that. Um, other things I'm trying to think of, um, there's a bunch of uh, drama going on in my life right now that I can't talk about yet. If I, When I get to the point where I can talk about it, I will. Um, I hate having elements of my life where I can't share them on the podcast, but that's the reality of it sometimes. Um, and I'd say in, gen- in general, I'm definitely trying to shift my social circle. Um, you know, I got caught up in work, I got caught up in everything that was going on there, and that became my the center of my life. Um... And my boss was gently and kindly reminding me, um, well, they were giving me a ride home the other day, um, you know, this is just the place you work, it doesn't have to be the center of your life, um, and I think those are very wise words, um, I need to, uh, well, I'm... I'm debating whether I will continue uh, volunteering at the Peace Center or not. Um, I've been doing it for a long time. Um, I feel like it's a place that matters, um, that does important work. But whether I can continue to volunteer or not, um, you know, it's tough to say. Um, as for the show, um, you know, if I don't volunteer at the Peace Center anymore, then I can't, then I'm gonna have trouble keeping the show going. But, uh, the thing with the show is, it's such an incredible opportunity, it's something I've worked very hard for, um, and it's something I want to maintain if I can. Um, the, the biggest question in my life right now is, the question of what am I capable of doing? What can I sustain? What can I continue to work on? Um, and, you know, I'm still mildly buzzed, so there's that, and I, you know, I'm not gonna expect myself to come up with answers right now. Um, but the longer I live, the more I learn about what I can't do. Um, and it seems like the list of things that I can't do is much longer than the list of things that I can do. And things that I thought I could do are rapidly being eliminated as time goes by. Um, and it's very frustrating and very discouraging. Um, and, you know, at the moment, I... I've got the cat, which is destroying things in the background. Um, I've got to get some sleep for tomorrow. Um, but the most overwhelming feeling, despite, despite, aside from despair, uh, is just sheer loneliness. Um, I'm... I don't know. I need a significant other. That's uh, really 
what it boils down to, need a partner. Um, and life without a partner is like an airplane without wings. It's just fucking pointless. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm going to keep trying. You know, that's all I can do is, is keep struggling with it, figure out what, what, where my abilities lie and where they don't. Um, and you know, the disability renewal was for three years, so, um, you know, fingers crossed that nothing gets worse, but in theory, I have three years, um, three additional years in which to try and get my shit together. Um, and, you know, somebody was talking to me about, um, some entry-level jobs that they knew at their work today, and I was sitting there going, yeah, I don't know if I want to do that. Um, and that's a hard thing to realize, too. It's like, there's, there's a difference between not being able to work and not wanting to work, um, and in a lot of cases, I'm not. And I'd, I'd say, to a large extent, in the normal 9-to-5 world, I can't fit. Um, in the retail world, I can't fit. Um, but there's also the matter of, I don't want to fit. Um, and I take some amount of pride um, and joy out of not being a part of the system in the sense of being a wage worker, um, I'm glad I'm not part of this system, I feel guilty that I have to rely on other wage workers to pay my wages, um, but I don't want to be part of, I don't want to be a working class hero, fuck that, um, I just want to make my little podcasts and do my little radio show and think and play flight sim and have some friends and have a partner. That's all I want out of life. Um, and even then, even if I had all those things, I think I'd still be slowly counting down the days till my demise. Um, so, there's a bright ray of sunshine right up your butt. Um, I'm gonna wrap it up. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy landings. Bye. Bye.